5 in the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2, page 136, chapter 5, The Five Offices of the New Testament Church. Apostles, Luke 6, 13 says, And when it was day, he called unto him the disciples, his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom he named apostles. We are to understand this distinction between the disciples and other members of the church body has caused considerable confusion. Bible teachers often feel forced to interpret away virtual meaningless, meaninglessness many of the clearest teachings of Jesus Christ simply because it is impossible for the majority of Christians to live according to them. This has caused a tragic loss for many of the Lord's dear people. His words will never change, and we will be judged by them in the last day. Luke chapter 21, verse 33, John chapter 12, verses 47 to 50, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 23 to 25, etc. Heaven will pass away, but his words abide forever. Matthew 24, 35, John chapter 6, 68. Also, many of those who are called to forsake their own and disciples and be disciples are discouraged from making such a commitment. They see that others in their churches have not forsaken everything and they cannot understand why they have wanted to be so different. The Gospels in the Book of Acts show the foundation of the New Testament Church. The Epistles show the form and function of the Church, the foundation of the Church in Jesus Christ and the Apostles and the Prophets. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. In the Gospels, Jesus was preparing his disciples as part of the foundation of the Church. In the Book of Acts, then, we see only the beginnings of the church, not its mature form and function. We see the foundation solidly laid the preaching of the resurrected Christ and the functioning of the apostolic ministry. Although the general body of the church was only beginning to function, the apostolic company, which is what Jesus started to function, it was accurate. The two groups in the church, one of them must be also. In type, and then the Old Testament feast of Pentecost, Pentecost, when two loaves were laid before the Lord fifty days after the sheaf of the first fruits was presented. Leviticus chapter 23, verses 15 to 21. It must be held that the early church was built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. There is no other possible explanation for its existence. Built upon Christ, and it's built upon his word, of course, for Christ can present it from his teachings. Many attempts to do today in support of Christ and protection. His teachings is a false Christ, of which the scripture happily warns us. Jesus told that many would come and say, Oh Lord, but they would not to the kingdom of heaven. And he said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine will do with them, all I get unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and everyone that hearing these sayings of mine do with them. Not struck like unto a foolish man, which was his house in San Mike, the children of Sunday, which is 24 to 27. Page 39. It should not be imagined that the early church responded with sand, something other than the teaching of Christ, so the doctrine, philosophy, or manner of life. All of the believers could not have been called disciples, for that would have been contrary to the teachings of the Lord Jesus, of the Lord Jesus, and contrary to the distinct pattern of the life which he and his disciples lived. In the whole time of his ministry on earth. 
is Christ's life, which is the light of man. The early church was walking in bright light. They were not stumbling about in darkness, holding the view of the world of actuals. The life of the early church has led some commentators into the awkward and awkward and confusing attempt to explain to me all that. They see clearly Jesus taught his disciples to forsake everything and follow him in his community that lived by faith and shared as it comes by faith and shared all the resources together. The commentators also see that in the Gospels there were very many 